there may be a chance, a slim chance, that you know someone or some people that do not have social media accounts, a Facebook page, Twitter or an Instagram account. If you do, well, chances are they'll probably create a profile soon. Take my father, for example, who just this week I received a friend request from him, much to my surprise. But how does the way we connect to our whānau, hapu, iwi and marae affect us? Would we rather tap a keyboard than to be physically present? Kānohi ki te kānohi, face to face? Is this something that is still strong? Or is it by sheer convenience that we find ourselves operating more and more from a virtual space instead of a physical space? In addition, if we are doing that, is this a balancing act? Akushla D. O'Carroll, no Taranaki Whanui, completed her PhD thesis titled Kanohi Kite Kanohi, A Thing of the Past, an examination of Māori use of social networking sites and the implications for Māori culture and society. Now, during this next segment on Te Ahika, you'll also hear from a few Māori who talk about how they maintain connections to their wider whānau. Do you use social media to connect to your marae? I absolutely. Um, nā te mea, when you stay away from your marae, how are you able ki te, to relate? Nobody at home they, these days, you know, um, Noreira. Yeah, it's imperative that we do it by modern technology, ekiana, social media. So does that mean you don't go home as often? Um, yeah, sometimes. I, I, it, in a I will be honest, uh, for meetings and hetangihana. But in between, there's no real connection, and it's good that they can email us and send us all the pānuis e pāna ki te kaina. So your hokainga, where you're from, um, does a good job in relaying info back to people via social media? Um, I will say we're still learning, Nōtemea. We're from Tuhue out in the rugged <laughs> Uruwera, so learning is still big, playing a big part of it. Yeah, yeah, I so do. Um, we've, we do it a lot through Facebook because um, that's the place where all of our whānau, all of the people that have visited our marae go to... to um, to connect and what's happened now I wouldn't have known that they've got a newsletter that they have out and now they email it out which is using social networking to get to people because for realistically we don't go back that often mm -hmm. and nobody goes back and the only people that are there to fix them at I and do all those sort of stuff are the people that are living there so yeah we try and make sure that um, that's a way for me to connect to my iwi, my maunga, my whānau. Hi. Now, your initial interest in researching social media and its role in Māori society or communities, where did that all start? Um, I guess it started back in 2007 when I uh, was asked to be um, a board member for my marae and my hapu committees. Some people from uh, Australia, some of my whanaunga, um, they contacted me through Facebook and said, oh, you know, we really want to know what's happening at our marae. Um, where's the minutes? Where can we find out information? Why don't we set up a Facebook page? Um, and so I thought this was a really interesting, innovative idea. Remember, in 2007 was just when Facebook That's right. began to get popular. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, that was kind of when Bebo kind of started to phase out a bit. And yeah, then you had exactly. This, yeah, yeah. And so I took it to the boards, and it took a little bit of... Uh, Convincing and a little bit of time, there was um, some initial concerns, especially from our um, older people. That was understandable. 
not not being very aware of the, the technology or the internet generally. Mm. Um, and so there was some real caution around how I was to go about it, but the permission was given. And we had a whole lot of people from um, Australia, but also outside of Taranaki, join the page um, to just feel connected. And it was a, a space where um, myself as a secretary could post up minutes and, and things happening at the marae. Um, so that's kind of where it started, this idea of how is social media playing a role in, in our lives as Māori um, and how are we using our culture or playing out our culture in virtual spaces. It sort of um, all started from that. Yeah. So this was like seven years ago, um, Dee. So you must have known back then, or do did you know back then the, how this platform, how important it was going to be, or did you just look at it as a almost like an email type of platform, but did you know back then how, how social media would blow up, really? I guess, well, I started my PhD three years after that um, that incident, Yes. Um, so 2010, and so it had a lot of time to kind of grow and momentum. Um, it was changing all the time. Yeah. I think I just started my PhD when they brought in the timeline. Right. Yeah, the timeline, and the newsfeed had just come up. So... Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't really have uh, a good grasp on how big this thing was going to be, or how um, how how much of an impact or profound impact it was going to have on our rangatahi, um, on our communities, marae hapu. And I think it's it's even hard to say now, now that I've finished that research, what the next two to five to ten to twenty years is going to bring, um, as the technology is changing every day. I, I captured. The, that particular research at a really good time because mm. it's just it's as uh, Facebook started off, social media um, has really kind of taken off, and a lot of our people are using social media, whether that be Twitter, Facebook, and trying to uh, discuss these in a way that we're um, we're considering culture, we're considering language, we're considering how we play out our tikanga, our kawa, um, all these sorts of things, and what that might look like in the next. 5, 10, 20 years. Um, so no, I think I, I was a little bit um, naive at the start thinking, yeah, this is sort of just technology, it's going to come and go. But as we've seen, Facebook has just continued to grow. Um, and I've talked to different people recently and they've all said, you know, Facebook is definitely on its way out. Something bigger, better, faster is coming. Um, and, and Facebook is kind of, yeah, on its last legs, which is interesting. I, I'm not sure if I believe that yet because I know that a lot of our people are, are really um, ingrained and, and it's embedded into their lives and their use and how they do their lives every day. Yes. Um, but something, whatever is going to come along to replace Facebook um, has to be a lot better than what it already is. And what, I mean, what, what Facebook offers now is huge functionality. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of capability within this tool and this technology um, for bringing communities together, organising things, um, keeping connections really close and strong with family, friends, uh, all over the world. Um, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a really innovative tool. So then, Dee, you know, let's skip to the findings uh, of your research. I know that you um, spoke to a number of people in terms of your, your rangahau or your research, and um, I obviously, I mean, are you able for us to give us a snapshot of, of what you found? What was the commonality? So, like I said earlier, I looked at those three threads within yes. the research, and it was quite hard because there were so many other um, things on the periphery that were coming up and through the data, um, through the interviews I had, 
um, that were important. Um, but I decided to focus just on those three. Um, and, I mean, firstly, Whanaungatanga um, is is definitely working really well within Facebook. Connecting. So, Connecting? Yeah, well, maintaining um, and managing relationships. Um, it's about ensuring that relationships stay strong and stay intact, no matter the distance between you and another person or another group. So distance is no longer a barrier um, for, for maintaining whanaungatanga between family, but also for non-family or, or associates or friends. Mm. So a lot of people talked about how important it was for them to keep a connection to their aunties, uncles, karaua, mm. kuia, um, who either didn't live within New Zealand um, or overseas, um, and how that provided them with a sense of um, whānau order. It provided them with a sense of um, security, knowing that those relationships were, were being tended to. Um, and without Facebook, there was the, the thought of perhaps these relationships suffering. Um, so that was very evident and very clear. Um, secondly, identity. So I did a survey with a lot of Māori living overseas and how they use Facebook to find out more about who, um, who they are in terms of their Māori cultural identity um, and connecting back to home, back to their marae, iwi hapu, um, and, and what sort of tools they use for that. So uh, for me, growing up in Taranaki, I learned all of this stuff through through being in Taranaki and going back mm. to our marae. Mm. Um, whereas a lot of our people, one in five actually, are living outside of New Zealand, and many of those have been um, born overseas and have not yet come back to Aotearoa. So how are they... How are they um, learning more about who they are and where they come from, who, who their tupuna are, where their marae is, um, all of that context. And so Facebook has provided this new platform for them to find out this information in really innovative ways as well. And so they're connecting with um, with different uri or different relations um, from their iwi who is then giving them the, I guess, a, a foot in the door mm. uh, to their marae, to, to being connected to their marae. Um, and so it's enabling people to feel a sense of belonging and participation at home. And I think this is a really interesting one for me because um, as I, I collected the data in sort of 2010-11. And back then, I guess, we, I was personally still a little bit um, unsure and uncertain about how appropriate, you know, finding out about someone passing away through Facebook yes. or, or seeing images of the tūpāpaku on Facebook or, or whatever it is. Um, how that sort of sat with me, and as I went through the research, there was actually there was actually a lot of examples and a lot of different perspectives, and they varied between the generations. So, um, Rangatahi generally um, noted that that behaviour was happening through their own networks and news feeds and Facebook um, activity that Tangi was being engaged with and participated in. They didn't necessarily agree with it, but they said that that's that's obviously the way that we're heading. This is um, more about convenience, and it's a, it's better than nothing. Yes, and that's um, how they found out. Sure, sure. Yeah. And and then we we talked to Komatua, who had very very different opinions and much more reserved mm. about this kind of practice being being put into a virtual space, um, and these these ideas of how we can still experience and feel things like wairuatanga or Modi or Papua Noa. Um, these very crucial concepts that are evident within all our tikanga, but especially tangi. So um, it brought up a whole lot of different um, issues, I think, the research did. And while I haven't come to a conclusion that I think um, we should do our practice culture in tikanga and Facebook, or we shouldn't, 
It's more about identifying what are the issues, yes. uh, what are the concerns from our different generations, and trying to put these into perspective, but also thinking about um, the future of our culture and therefore our marae. So if the, the Facebook Facebook as a platform has been described as the virtual marae, um, will we then need a marae, a physical marae, in the next 25 to 50 years? And that was one of the questions I posed to um, my rangatahi participants. And all 55 of them said to me, there's no... There is no way that Facebook or social media or technology will replace what Kanohiki Te Kanohi provides us with. Te Pātai, um, do you use social media to connect to your um, marae? Ai, ka tae te, te, te arotu ki 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 rau kuatana, no te mea kei kei tawhiti nei au, mai te mai te kaina, koe re te take kua, kua u era kōrero no te no te kaina, kia whakamohio ai, Te, te katoa o te, o te haukaina kia mātou i te, I te taone hiahateaha. Oh, absolutely. Uh, because we live so far away and we have to, you know, and having everyone back home put everything onto our social media just to tell us what's happening back home because we're far too far from home, absolutely far too far. Yeah. yeah. Where's home for you quickly? Uh, taranaki, uh, opunaki, uh, uh back in Halkim and also in Waltu, Topo Topo So where you're from, they do a really good job of relaying information that you know what's happening back home? Oh absolutely. And even just for ones that are Dawahi overseas, even for them to tell us what's happening. Oh, even for them to know what's happening at home, they actually will be missing home and it will bring them back home. So Kanohiki Te Kanui, you pose the question, is this thing a thing of the past? And according to what you've collected, it's it's not. It's very much still alive. Yeah, that's right. And 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 that's yeah, that, that I guess that question is is provocative. Yes. And it, it poses this idea that, oh, are, are we are we losing this 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 value, this practice of being face to face? And it causes people to ask themselves, Oh wow, do it do I, you know, do I see my career enough or my Facebook community too much? It's just too convenient. And so I guess, it's, yeah, it's quite provocative. And I guess you could say within the research, uh, it's not it's not a lost thing. It's not something of the past. Mm-hmm. We are still engaging as people. We are still returning to our marae. We are still um, meeting as communities um, face-to-face. Um, and there's a lot there's a lot involved with being kanohi te kanohi. It's about uh, being physically present, even more than that, it's about accountability, it's about credibility, it's about mana, so being that, that seen face or, or kanohikitea, um, yes. when one returns back to their marae for a funeral, the, the, the whānau pani or the mourning family will, you know, always re- remember and recognise those faces that came to, to give their, to give their farewells to the dead. Now, how, how is that recognised and acknowledged when people are doing it through Facebook? I'm sure it is, um, but these are the sort of differences, I guess, the, the, the nuances of, of kanohi te kanohi um, and then social media. Um, so there's a lot involved in being face-to-face. It's not literally just being a, um, in front of someone else, but it's being open and able to feel um, and, and experience and participate and engage with that, that experience that often you can't do uh, from your computer.
for me, you know, I'm about seven hours away from my, from my hokainga. And what I found um, through social media and Facebook is that um, you can feel like you are connected, um, even if it's a pānui about um, koha. So I wasn't there at the hui to give a koha, therefore I'll give a koha via Facebook, using Facebook. Yeah, I mean, there's there's so many examples of that. Yeah. Um, and I, I guess koha is an interesting one. Um, I remember a story being told to me about one marae using PayPal, which is that sort of US credit card payment system. And so for people who um, were unable to come back to uh, tangi or hui, but they still wanted to give a whakaro, they could do that by registering their credit card details and giving a payment that way. You know, how does that differ to being there on the marae and putting it down, the mm. koha down in front of the hokainga, um, accompanied with a mihi? Um, so there's different, cha- I think, different um, comparisons. Yes. Um, within my research, I looked at how ahika is, um, is maintained or practiced and maintained from afar. So in particular, people living, Bano living in Australia and how they felt a sense of ahika being so far away and how they felt that they contributed to that ahika. And so ahika, for me, um, as we understand it on our marae, is looking after home, mm. ensuring that that um, symbolic fire doesn't go out, that our occupation of our whenua, of our marae, of our, of our, of our wharenui is intact and looking after the people um, through kai, through mihi, through welcome, through karanga, through waiata, all of the above. Um, and so how do people who don't live back home, uh, contribute to that. And there's so many different ways that, that Facebook is providing this new platform for them to um, to contribute. And one of the ways is, is, like you say, koha. With Facebook and with social media platform worldwide, there's that sense, there's, there's that loss of control almost. I mean, you hear the term keyboard warriors. You could put a take on Facebook from your marae and you can just get so many people saying some, you know, good things and some pretty horrible things. So did any of that come through at all? Yeah, I guess a little. Um, a lot of, uh, how do you say, debating, arguing yes. over um, not necessarily meeting minutes, yeah. um, but but family issues, land, yeah, yes. all, all of this stuff. And I mean, um, these some some of these issues that uh, sorry, some of these examples that were talked about uh, were in closed doors, so to speak. So they were in private groups with just um, a select audience that can actually view the post. We do get a little bit away on ourselves and, and, and confident um, and just post our whakaro, uh, not really thinking about the, the implications of what we're saying on others or groups or take. Um And then also understanding that there's a time and a place for these sorts of things. And so especially matters of the marae, marae pages or any any sort of page um, needs to have a certain set of guidelines and boundaries that, that all the users um, need, to, need to understand and, and accept. Uh, ko tarana ki te maunga, ko te atewaka, uh, ko toko marihoki te waka, uh, he uri tēnei no te peihau auru, uh, ko ngā tiruanu i ko ngā ruhinerangi me te atiawa o kuneiwi, uh, ko otaraua uh, taku hapu i te taho taku pāpa, uh, ko kānihi umutahi uh, ko Ara Kuku Ano Hoki uh, Akuhapu Istahatoku Faini. Uh, ko Dio Carol Tokuma, Tenako Tokatoa.
Hi, tēnā koe, Kushla D. O'Carroll, who talked about her PhD thesis about the use of social networking sites by Māori and what the implications are for Māori culture and society. Nei rā, te mihi kia koe, e te manu o te mātauranga. So, how do you communicate with your wider whānau, your hapu iwi marae hui? Ana e tahi atu ngā whakaaro. Here are a few more thoughts. So do you use social media to connect to your whānau, hapu and marae? No, I don't, because I don't know what it is and I don't understand it. Um, I know I ought to, but I, I, I'm still living in the 1970s. Um, I still communicate by writing letters. <laughs> and uh, I, just, I just don't. I find that I can send emails and uh, attachments, and that's as far as I've got with um, that. Um, yeah. So, so writing letters still maintains that connection? From time to time, because uh, most of my family from Ratipuro and Tafanapanui aren't there anymore. And, and when I go back, it's usually to visit the graves, and then you find yourself talking to the people who are living there who don't know who your nanny was anymore. You know, things get forgotten. So I suppose social media and things would be a great help, you know. Yes, I do. Um, I check Facebook to see what's happening at home because I'm hardly ever there and I use it to see what my cousins around the world are up to. Kapoi. Uh Yes, I do. Um, again, Facebook. Uh, my brother created uh, the website for our hapu, so um, he's always you know, either texting or letting us know on Facebook to go and check out the, the website. Yes, we do. At Hawiti, we have a Facebook page, and that's the only way that I know what's going on with what's going on up there, so I check it regularly. I do. I do. I use it a lot. Um, we have two marae back home, and one of them has a Facebook page. It's had some issues because of, you know, personal whānau things getting in the way, which is a shame. We've got our second marae opening this month, and uh, there is a Facebook page for that, and um, it's always kept us in up to date on the developments, things like that.